With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? And of course, trading card collectors, because that's what we're all here for to begin with. It's another episode of Worlds Collide. Tony, what's new? Nothing. <laughs> what a liar. <laughs> There's too much going on. Man. I got to say nothing. There's too much going on. So what's going on with you? I'll just say once again that it's uh, it, it's everyone's pleasure to be able to listen to us. You know, I, I said that on one of our previous episodes <laughs> and we both got a good laugh out of it. But it is getting harder and harder to record these from a time constraint standpoint and with more stuff that tony's got going on more stuff that i've got going on who knows how much longer this podcast is going to last but we're going to continue to try and do it as much as possible there will be no replacements it's either us or no one and we're going to continue to try to provide the best wrestling card content that we can however today's a little bit different as the title suggests nfts the one of the biggest booms along with crypto in 2021 however 2022 it's kind of, I'm not going to say dropped dead, but it just like the card market, just like any other collectible market, it has tanked and it's really lost a lot of mainstream publicity that, you know, we saw a lot of that stuff. And Tony, we kind of kicked this off for wrestling fans uh, over a year ago with the Undertaker NFT and we dabbled with the Tops Slam app. So I'm going to get you, I'm going to kick it over to you because I probably have honestly a lot more to say about it. So what is your opinions right now and your thoughts and your interests and all that on NFTs and digital collectibles this year? What's an NFT? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Good response. Good response. (laughs) Well, I mean, seriously, maybe we should kind of rehash on what an NFT is for people. Let's do it. You're more more, uh, in tune with that. So give a definition of what an NFT is for people. Easiest thing to relate it to is a digital collectible, whether that's a card whether that is a you know option you buy in a video game that has some kind of utility within the game, it is a digital thing. It's its own thing. In an actual NFT blocked backed by blockchain is a specifically think of it as a serial numbered trading card, but just in the digital format. And you know there's they're all over the place. There may be one of ones. There may be ten thousand. Like ten thousand seem to be like the quote print run for a lot of major NFTs. And they could be anything from a piece of music, a piece of video, like NBA Top Shot or UFC does the something similar to Top Shot. Now, WWE has their Moonsault app that is just like Top Shot, but it's wrestling. I'm actually a fan of it, but we'll get into that here in a minute. And, you know, it's just basically digital collectibles. And it's still, even in 2022, we've had a full couple year run of NFTs and all things digital. There still seems to be this hurdle for people to get get over mentally the fact of well i can't hold this in my hand how is it a collectible 
Well, not only that, but it's not, it's, why, how is this even considered a collectible when I can just go to Google and get the same image that I want? Right. Yeah, and, and that is, I mean, it's a valid point. Like, you know, I've seen people screenshot a board ape or something and be like, whoa, well, look, I own one too. And I'm like, yeah, you have the picture, but it's it, it's not sitting in your wallet. And, you know, it's, for... It's, it's equivalent to me going like, well, look, I just took a screenshot of a rock autograph card from 98 Superstars, and now I own it too. Yeah, yeah, it's on my <laughs> Instagram. It's on my Flickr page with the rest of my cards, so I technically own it. Same concept. Yeah, it, it, well, that same mentality. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So... I don't have a lot of uh, knowledge in the entire world of NFTs to really be an expert by any means. Oh, but of course I, not. I, yeah, I, me neither. I, I did dabble in it around the same time that you were dabbling in it. Uh, we talked about it. We both got in on that Undertaker. Yep. Uh, I think that was for WrestleMania. It was. It was the exclusive yeah. WrestleMania drop. The bron- We both got the uh, both bronze, right? You got both got of them. Bronze. Yeah, I got both days. Yep. So and and, and I just you know what. And it's been sitting there. I just completely forgot about. It. I have no idea what its value is to this day. Really Last don't. time I looked, it was above what we paid. And at the oh, end of the good. day, that's all that matters. And <laughs> that's right. I go, you know, and you may think like, well, what's the point of going back and looking at a, you know, picture? Okay, well, if that, if you want to use that, what is the point of trading cards? We'll stop there. And then True. you want to say, what is the point of going back and I can watch this same clip that this NFT is on YouTube? And again, it's it's a pride of ownership thing. It's you know lenticular cards. Think of it like that, where they have a movement to it. Same same similar kind of thing. Um, I do go back and look at the stuff that I own periodically. I own a couple of NFTs, uh, mo- mostly supporting the Lucas Tigers and Bronze podcast. I wanted to show my support to their podcast. They're out every day putting out podcasts, and they did this cool Tiger NFT. I use it as my profile picture. I'm sure many of you have seen. So I own I think three of those. And there's been a lot of community benefits within just being an owner of that. I've got free subs with SGC. Um, I've gotten some other things as well. But it's it's an interesting concept. And then we can also delve more into the WWE side. But are you still glad you bought the Undertaker one that you own? Absolutely. Because I think it was a cool concept. It was a cool looking car- card as it was anyway. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was awesome. Um and I don't think they've done anything really even comparable to that, honestly. They tried something with a John Cena one for, like, SummerSlam or something like that, or Survivors or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and it tanked. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it had something to do because it's Cena, or... I don't know. I mean, once you get Taker, know. it's... Uh, I, I, it was on a whole different... That's the problem, I think, too, is that there's no uniformity in the yes. cryptocurrency world. 100%. And so if they can create a wallet that allows me to manage all of my accounts under in one wallet, that would be great. It's like having different bank cards. I have an mm-hmm. account with, with Chase. I have an account with uh, Bank of America. And I have different you know debit cards for each one of them. And it's all in my wallet. Uh, it'd be nice if it was the same thing in the, in the, uh, in the blockchain world. Yeah, 100%. That's probably one of my biggest complaints is you know, to, to go buy this exclusive thing over here. And we've seen wrestlers actually put out their own NFTs. So if yep. you want to go buy that, well, you got to buy it on this platform. But if you want the WWE one, you got to buy it over here. And then you, a lot of times you can't view them in your wallet at the same it's, time. It's it such a pain in the ass yes, in the whole setup time. process. I mean, because now i got to create an account over here. i got to deposit money into that account. It's just a big pain in the ass like that. If, just, if I had just here's my one bank account that I want to transfer money into to my crypto world and have it there and be able just to buy wherever I need to buy. Yep. And but that'd be so much more, uh, better and more manageable. But um, I got into it with high hopes with the Undertaker one. I started doing a little bit more research at the time as well. Not a whole lot. Just kind of figure out how to navigate myself through. Uh, I thought it was such a cool concept and cool idea. 
I too couldn't uh, wrap my mind around my uh, around I can't hold it kind of thing. But becoming a, a fan of the Top Slam app at the time too, yes, it really helped uh, understand and get the idea and the feel for like okay, it's strictly digital world. It's some cool designs that's only available in the digital world. Um, God, this would still be kind of cool if it was actual card though. It'd be kind of cool. Yep. Uh, but it was fun. And there's still a collectability mindset involved there that made it uh, worth me going into. Yep. 100% agree. Okay, so that's we've kind of laid the groundwork. Let's jump into 2022. And I think one of the biggest um, kind of voids that has not been filled is what you said, the Top Slam app. Like yeah. The wrestling card community eventually got around to realizing how cool this is. You get the same dopamine hit from ripping packs and it's free sure. and you can hoard cards and, oh, oh, look, it just takes up what's room in my phone. Like, it's not like, you know, if I have 5 million cards, it's all there and I can go through them, I can trade and you could buy them. And it was, it's what you said, it was all on the same platform. It was very easy to use. Anybody could use it. It was free to get started. You could spend money if you wanted. And I was really had high hopes that, panini would come in because they have panini digital they have yeah. digital sports cards and they're really good and they're serial numbered and they like you said they have a platform built in with the cards that you can buy sell so yeah. it's very easy it's it's a lot easier to use than a traditional nft but it's kind of the same thing but it's just why are we not getting the wwe version i don't know if maybe I, I don't, I don't know it, it could crazy. be licensing because the licensing stuff is a mess right now yeah, but I thought when uh, Panini took over, they took over everything. But maybe they didn't. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question maybe for other people. Maybe it's soon to be a fanatics know. thing too, and who knows what'll happen. Possibly. That's true. That's very true. So why build into a platform that you know is going to be gone in a couple of years? Right. Um, so that could be a pro that could be an issue too. Maybe 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 they started something, and then had to shelve it when they got blindsided, like everybody else found out that they're losing the license that they haven't even put out a product yet for. <laughs> could um, be. I mean, who knows? But that, the Slam app was something that I didn't get in the beginning. And then when I got into it, I became addicted. Hell, I even got my wife into it who doesn't follow wrestling at all. And she was like trying to show support and actually enjoyed it and had fun. Um, and there's a lot of trading going on there. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fun. And it's funny because here we are in 2022 and we're, we've talked on, you know, through different social media platforms about like, you know, this would be cool. Like recently we've talked about The Rock and his uh, only uh, certified autograph cards, you know, and the only one he has wrestling-wise is the 1998 uh, Comic Images card. And someone posted a picture of like, yeah, it'd be so cool if we had this, and it was like a cool one for the Top Slam app of like right. The Rock, signs Dwayne The Rock Johnson with the ring mat kind of thing. Like, how cool would those be to be real cards? But it was still just cool, like one of my favorite things to collect in the Top Slam app, but like, those would be cool NFTs at some point, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. And I just, it's got to be, there, there's probably something there. We'll see something in the future. And let's let's talk a good crossover that I was completely shocked that this happened. That was the reaction of the wrestling car community to EPACs. And yeah. it was just as big of a reaction to Upper Deck EPACs as it was to Top Slam. I mean, people, you know, Car Foundation guys ripping packs while they're recording their podcasts or just random people like, you know, saying, oh, well, I just opened packs of cards while I'm getting ready to go to sleep in bed or whatever. So yep. that was something that I knew existed. And while I, there's nothing, you know, we've talked about how we bought some of the original hobby boxes of Upper Deck AEW because mm -hmm. it was the first product. We thought it was going to be a long-term, good long-term hold. Um, the E-Packs, there's nothing in there for me personally to collect. And there's nothing in there I really want to go after to flip. 
but I absolutely love seeing the positivity and encouragement around the actual product. What do you think about EPAC and how that turned out? I thought that in the beginning, well, before it even hit the market, there was a split divide, I felt, a split divide of people who's like, I don't get it, I don't like it, it's not real, I want stuff, like, oh, is, can I get these and, and, and have them printed? To There's a lot of confusion involved in it. Uh, but people who got into it really got into it, and once they understood that there were certain, you know, not the base cards, but you know, uh, I'm not going to get into all the specifics on it. I, I had Ryan on from, it um, uh, was uh, very knowledgeable and that kind of stuff. Um, uh, once they got into like knowing that I can get some cool stuff from the EPACs, people got into it. But there was definitely a divide in the beginning that people didn't understand the concept. Uh, having a little bit of knowledge at the time, because had I not had Top Slam. And went right into the uh, e packs from Upper Deck. I would have been just as like, I don't get it. I like, I just doesn't. I don't, I don't understand why are you into this. Kind of, I mean, I would have been just as possibly negative about it. But having some of that top slam app uh, knowledge made me kind of excited for it. Now I didn't buy any actual e packs. I've bought into their you know um, uh, debuts, uh, their uh, promos they had. I bought into some of those things, and I had fun with it. It's still kind of again, like you said. You get that feeling of opening something, and there I am, just like sitting on the toilet, open up some packs. <laughs> well, and then <laughs> they know? offered the the chases and the trade-ins, and that's something that we've also seen with some NFTs where, you know, collect the entire base set run, trade it in for a rare auto that you can actually get printed for you. Yeah, that, that, the that achieve, kind of thing, achievements. So. Yeah, they mm -hmm. call me Achievement Awards, yeah, so... Uh, which I got to get uh, WTC updated. I, I know that Chuckster went through and worked with Ryan to help uh, get all that stuff finalized and what was available from the achievements. So I have to update that. Thanks for reminding me. Let me. You're welcome. I add that right here. Item, item number three thousand four hundred. So. Well, <laughs> I told uh, you guys. We're yeah, busy. it's just uh, three thousand items on Tony's yeah. list to get done. That's just WTC. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, I, I would imagine coming up uh, that. Maybe in 2023, 20, I don't know. I don't know if Penny's going to ever have anything coming out when it comes to the digital side because knowing your days are numbered yeah. when it comes to that. But then again, then again, if the rumors are true that Fnatic is going to buy Panini anyways, why not? Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, it, could, it could either be a top slam type of app thing. I mean, ultimately for me being selfish, I'd love <laughs> to see the top slam app come back just sure. because of all the yep. time and investment I put into that app. It would be nice to see it come back and have my collection still be what it is because I haven't even logged into that account in months. Well, one uh, thing I think is cool that they did, and I don't know if you've dabbled with this, but they have. Let me pull it up here so I can get the name correct for everyone listening. It's called Tops Archive. Yes. And, it, and it's a digital archive where all your cards that you had for Top Slam, you can, you can log in, you can go back, you can still look at the cards just like they're actual cards. You just can't trade them or do mm -hmm. anything with them right now. But I do that all the time. I'll go back and take pick, uh, screenshots of the cross cards I have and post them as part of my collection and tag him Connection. in it and, you know, just adding it to the awesome super collection. It was, it was fun for me to start hoarding cross cards on there and seeing all the different versions of cards that you could get of him in that form that you couldn't get in a regular card form. So, uh, it was I, really I, I, I started, I started hoarding all my Loomis ones too. I should start doing that too. <laughs> yeah. They count, they count as cards yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, is there, uh, since I haven't logged in in a while, I'm not going to do it now either. So, um, are you able to still have chats or is that gone too? I haven't looked at that because oh, okay. it's a separate app and they put, what they have done is taken all of their archive digital apps. So UFC or football or whatever they don't have licenses for anymore, they dropped it all in there. So anything you had on your account is in there 
it's still again it can be viewed you can look at the the world like if you had a one of one it'll say it's a one of one or out of a hundred or whatever it is and still you can still tap it and turn it around and stuff like that but it, it's just you can't trade it or anything but you can still look at it just like it was in your original collection excellent excellent well i mean so i mean the future is whatever when it comes to nfts i think so i mean who knows yeah, what's so, going to happen uh, moving into 2022 now and beyond, like, what is your actual interest level before I kind of get into my my uh, um, philosophy? Uh, I'll say. Um, my interest level is kind of eh at this point right now because nothing has been announced or is intriguing right now. Um, I thought it had been a great idea had they done it for each WrestleMania or maybe their major four pay per views where they offered something when it came to an NFT for yeah. um, for for WWE possibly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, AEW get into the NFT market at some point in, as well. It's a good call. I, I just think that it, someone's got to make a move. I don't know. It, it takes a lot of money backing. So it's, it's like, how many dollars does it take to make this platform actually work and happen? And is it going to be worth my, my investment? I think that's going to be the, the problem going forward. But if you already have a company like Tops and Panini who've already got this built-in uh, uh, platform for buying, selling, and trading, how can that not be twisted and turned a little bit to be connected to a blockchain account where you can start doing some NFTs? Who knows? Um, but right now, nothing. nothing's intriguing. Nothing is exciting. Uh, I've seen things like, you know, Jim Cornette put something uh, cool out yeah. at one point. Um, I mean, but these are, you know, one-shots. I guess, you know, one-shots from uh, one person's like that. But as a company... You want to make me excited about wanting to collect into the digital world of WWE or AEW cards. Um, something has to come up. So I don't know if the guys, the companies have something going going forward. I, I'm not very interested because there's nothing, there's no no news. There's no new knowledge of anything coming out. Right. Well, if I, saw, if, I, if I saw a press kit, I'm like, hey. You know, we're slated for 2023, second quarter. We're looking to get into, uh, you know, uh, Ethereum uh, uh, stuff, and we're going to use them as, as far as our, our NFTs. I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Let's, let's see what else is coming up. But there's nothing. There's like no talk about anything. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, I'll just kind of jump into my tirade here. Um, not really a tirade, just like thinking out loud, maybe. I think a lot of the interest has died overall because when people looked at these things, they only looked at them. And when I say, people i mean like the mainstream they looked at them as a source of i can flip this i can buy this for a thousand and sell it for 10. and once that money started kind of going elsewhere where you know we're kind of in this weird economic state right now in, in real life and in the hobby you know yeah. that money that money is not there anymore people are like well i'm not interested anymore instead of actually looking at them as digital collectibles just like they look at their cards because a lot of the money is not there right now but i mean if you look at the wrestling card community specifically it's bigger than it's ever been and the money isn't always there so that you know so for me going into this year the money aside because that's not why i was interested in nfts anyways again it all started with the digital with top slam and then kind of the wwe putting out their first one and then i got interested in moonsault let's talk a little bit about that that is the newest wwe platform for their nfts and i, I bought in because i was originally like i want to collect the whole first base set I got started. I still have them. Uh, I've not sold any of them. I have a few duplicates. I didn't have the complete first set because they did, like, I think the Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, out of 50, went for, like, several hundred dollars. And most of the, like, I'll call them base car, base NFTs, were, like, 
five to twelve dollars so pretty affordable to try to put together almost the entire base set but my problem with it is as i and they're still releasing it they still have chases where hey if you get this complete set from this pay-per-view we're putting out then you get an exclusive you know type of nft that there's only going to be five of you know so they do have a collectability i think the the platform is great it's all right there you can buy and sell right on the platform but it's my called, problem the app itself is called is it an app called moonsault yeah it's on a, it's all web-based it's not like web-based. a phone based yeah so you just log in on your phone on your computer anywhere that you have internet access you can access your stuff but my problem is that i kept finding myself not wanting to spend money on those because i want cards that and you know um, I, I want the the i keep going after cross cards like and and i keep going after these little projects that i'm putting together not because i want to flip them but because i'm like my my focus it, you know take it back to digital top slam i wanted all the cross cards there that's what's happening in real life now is like i'm trying to save money because i know that panini's going to start putting these cross cards out maybe this year maybe it's 2023 but there's going to be a lot of car, as you know, with Loomis, there's going to be a lot of cross cards for me to buy. So I'm like, man, do I, you know, do I spend $50 on this NFT that it's cool, it's part of my collection, but it just kind of sits there? Or do I add to, like, wait and add to the cross? Or do I take that money and do I buy more inventory for my eBay store? Like, there's just, you know, what is it, what's going to bring me the most bang for my buck, so to speak? And that's kind of where my my interest in NFTs has kind of died, because like you said, there's nobody trying to do anything with any of it. And it. I, let me backtrack a little bit. I shouldn't say my interest has died. It's just waned because yeah. I, I understand that digital collectibles and from these, these companies' perspective, let's look at Fortnite. Let's look at Madden, Call of Duty, like all of these games that have microtransactions. Like it is your digital collectible for your character in a game that's not even actually a collectible because at the end of the year when they do a whole new game, you lose all that stuff. But yet people are out here spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on these things. So I do believe as digital collectibles have a future, it's like you said, where, when, why, how, how are they going to do it? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, it, it falls in the line with out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yes. So if I don't if I don't have any information about what's coming out from an NFT standpoint, then I'm just, I'm just going to refocus my effort someplace else. And nothing is, it's just like anything else that you collect. I mean, we have streaming services that allow us to go listen to any music we want, basically, online. So I, but there's still, for me, I like collecting vinyl. I like, I like having it in my hand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's ever going to replace that feeling. Um, but with the NFTs, again, there's no information coming out. There's nothing that's going to, hey, stay tuned, Tony. Stuff is coming, man. <laughs> right. Don't leave us yet. We've got stuff coming. There's nothing. There's nothing that's making me want to stick around right now. So it's not to say that I won't jump back in again. I'm sure at some point in time in 2023, I'll be like, oh, yeah, those. Yeah, now I'm kind of cool about Like, even the moonsault stuff you mentioned, like, I I heard about it when you uh, first tweeted about it, too. And I'm like, it sounds cool, but I'm just, um, you know, I got to... One, like I said, we're all budgeting right now, too. So one, because the economy itself. uh, Two, um, because... Um, I got stuck. That was pretty loud, wasn't it? No, oh, you didn't hear that, huh? I'm going <laughs> to close that out because someone's like messaging me, like, um, you know, two, um, uh, you know, I got to budget myself of what I want, what I can and cannot spend on stuff like that. Like, even my Loomis stuff, it's like next to nil spending right now because I've got a lot of other more important things going on in my life. So, you know, something you know, uh, comes across my desk that's really intriguing, like, oh, I got to have that. And that's a great 
freaking smoking price. I got to buy it. Um, then I'll make an exception. But right now I'm on a real strict budget. And then NFTs just boop, 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 falls even down the ladder even more. So Yep. I think I pretty much covered it. So I, I think collectively we're still interested. But maybe I on the I like to hear what other people like. I want to hear others, though. I mean, when you're watching this, listen to this. I mean, uh, did you ever get into NFTs? Uh, are you still uh, were you into it? Are you interested in it still? I mean, what are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, as always, we want as much engagement as possible. Uh, for some reason, Twitter continues to be the place to be for spreading good information, spreading lies, spreading <laughs> hate. It doesn't matter. The engagement seems to be on Twitter. So if you guys are following us on whatever platform you're you know, listening to this on, you can find the links in the show notes to where you can get us on social media. Tag us in whatever you want, uh, and let's get the conversation going about NFTs, Top Slam, you know, the relationship between wrestling cards, e-packs, NFTs, how they blend together. Again, just engagement like we always preach. I, th I think the uh, the apps, just to kind of go back a second before we, got, we, we, we take off here, the apps like Slams like that, that is a bridge, a gateway into from the collectible, from physical into digital, but I can't do anything with it really as far as like selling and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. technically but it's a lot of trading into the actual nfts it's that bridge that takes the two things together i think and, so, and i think that bridge actually got people into epac yeah i agree with you 100 on that all right thanks you guys for listening again make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this on and give us a like if you're watching this or leave us a review on the audio form make sure to spread the word about the podcast again the whole reason we do this trying to grow the pie of wrestling car collectors every single episode and we'll keep putting out as many episodes as we can. Tony, let everybody know where they can find you or anything else you got going on you want to talk about. I'm uh, completely off the grid, man. I have There's nothing you can find me on. <laughs> Actually, uh, one of these days, that may be true. Uh, let's hope not. Um, uh, or maybe, maybe well, I, I don't know. That's a whole different, that's an after dark episode. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, WrestlingTradingCards.com, all of our social media platforms are found at the bottom of every single page on the website. Uh, there could be more links coming to that, too. I believe uh, did sign up for a TikTok page, trying to figure out how I want to do that and how it's going to work. Um, might have to start teaching my soon-to-be four-year-old son how to start doing that so he can manage all my social media for me. <laughs> whatever it takes to keep pushing the, pushing the agenda of wrestling cards. Whatever it takes, man. So uh, that's for me, man. But, I mean, everybody knows where you're at, right? I don't know. Wrestling with yeah. Cards on YouTube, Wrestling with Cards, the podcast, at Zane Morning, all social platforms. It's pretty much it. Just like to talk nonsense, talk Buffalo Bills football, and, of course, wrestling cards. R-A-S-S-L-I-N. That's wrestling. Because... <laughs> Wrestling cards rule. We'll see ya. See ya. <laughs>